All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster Presents Deep Dives with Owen and Gaius. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? I know, uh, I, I know, I pushed it back a little bit, but um, good to be back and recording. I know it's a Thursday, so it's a little bit off our normal schedule, but I'm excited for today. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I am too. So this, uh, so this is episode five. Yes, we usually record on Monday. We're recording Thursday today. Um, it worked out because I got to miss uh, work, and that's never bad. And uh, and of course, like, you know, I, uh, we were still recording in the same week that we normally record. Uh, the episode's just going to yeah. drop uh, a little later than normal. But what I realized, though, because of how it's dropping, it drops like sometimes, I mean, either Monday or Tuesday, they're still working out when they want to release it. And then we don't record next week because that's an off week. But yeah. then like the week after that is like a normal week. But the way the episodes will drop, there will be, this will be the only week I think where there'll be two like in a row based on how they're like being released so yeah that's good that's cool too um that's cool yeah so so you know what it all worked out in the end uh uh this new uh scheduling that we did and uh yeah yeah i mean i i do look forward to doing it on mondays because like you know most of us like coming off of the weekend like we all have like a case of the mondays like uh yeah either it's it's work or something like a drag yeah, but I we I look forward to doing this, and like thankfully I have two shows to do. So like I got to do our main show with uh, Jackson on Monday, and that was really good. And then uh, I get to do this today, so like it's pretty awesome. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and it was funny. You texted me too, and you said um, you didn't tell Jackson what we were discussing today. So it was like you're gonna have to set a Google alert or like a a, a calendar notification or something because he asked during the show. You're like, I'm sorry, man, I can't say it. Yeah. So like, unfortunately, <laughs> like I've had a bad habit. Like, cause that, you know, like he's a part of the team. So it's like, oh, like he should know like what yeah. we're doing, even though he hasn't been on the episode yet. But then I was like, well, maybe he like likes to guess, but like whenever we have this whole like discussion about what we watch and it happens to fall on this week and I'm like, yeah. oh, and I watched, oh, I watched something else, but I can't tell you I yet. Blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he gets like, not frustrated, but he's like, oh, like I kind of wanted to know. And like, I do it every single time. And what I realized after texting you, I was like, I could tell him after we're done, but I always forget. Like I, yeah. I just keep, I, I constantly forget. So I only remember right when we're in the middle of like, oh, what did you watch recently? And then I'm like, mm -hmm. psych, I can't tell you uh, this week <laughs> what one of the yeah. things were. Um, That's hilarious. But I think, but I think he kind of likes to be a part of the guessing game. And I, oh, and actually I can say this today because we're recording Thursday. We always like put clues out about what the movie is. I will tell yeah. you that I put, I put the clue out twice. Right. And I will say the first clue was like, because of the way I worded it, it kind of like was misconstrued as like, it could have been another movie. So then yeah. I reword, I reworded it today and they still picked the same movie. The majority of people kept picking cabin in the woods i'm just gonna say that that's what they think it is yeah and, and i that's what i figured all... <laughs> when you made the question i was like we kind of already talked about cabin in the woods maybe they thought i was gonna pick it for our, our deep dive yeah and that kind of thing so i, I was and like a little bit of a red herring there but a little bit like i mean the one thing that's similar with that movie and the movie that you picked is they were both delayed so i guess i can see where they thought it was cabin in the woods but like mm -hmm. it was the most it was the most guesses that we've gotten and they were just all wrong and i was like all right i'm gonna have to like move on to the whole like picture scramble and then maybe they'll get it <laughs> uh yeah um but that was really fun um and I, I don't know like i feel like i make them too like easy sometimes and people get them on the first guess i'm like all right well that's not fun that was a yeah <laughs> and then yeah, i like that, that's definitely tough I mean, I mean when you're trying to find you don't want to find some like hard super like indiscreet and uh, some sort of fact that no one's ever going to guess because then it's just not even yeah. worth it 
but you also don't want to pick something that's like this won the Oscars and it's just like Google search or something like that. That's like an yeah. easy, easy win. Yeah. There's certain times where it's like, I, with the clue at, for this one, I was going to say this horror comedy, whatever it was, this horror comedy. And I wasn't going to put the year in there. I was like, I have to put the year in there. Right. That's because they'll be like, that could have been like any year that this happened. I don't know. I, yeah. I figure it's, it's more fun if it's hard. Um, cause then I feel lame when you guys get it right away off the first guess. Like when it was Igby goes down, uh, several people right away, like got it on the first guess. And I was like, oh, well shit, I should have made that harder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that, the no last one... ones that you've had it have been pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And as of this recording, no one has gotten it yet. Um, so, uh, maybe, uh, when we drop the, maybe we'll drop the next clue. They'll get it. Um, so before we get into like what we've been up to and, um, what movie, uh, you chose this week, I wanted to. I did, I did this offline with you already. We got a review yeah. um, specifically about our last uh, deep dive episode. And I wanted to uh, share it on here. And because uh, I just thought it was just a really nice thing to uh, to really say. And like, it was kind of something that we were kind of striving for when we were like talking about certain movies and stuff. So I'm just going to yeah. read it um, from Scott NYC 45. This is left on... Uh, Apple podcast and the, it says kudos to the better luck tomorrow episode. Listen to the deep dive episode about better luck tomorrow. And not only did it take me back to first seeing the film in 2003, I also thought Owen and Gaius had a mature and insightful conversation about the importance of the film's representation with his cast. Different ethnic groups really do need to see themselves more in mainstream movies. And I like that they didn't talk down to the listeners while driving that point home solid episode. And I will be listening to more. So that was, really really nice uh it kind of when i read it it kind of cut deep in like the best way possible yeah uh and that someone even took the time to even write all that out i thought that was really cool so thank you scott nyc whoever you are uh thank you so much yeah. for leaving that review because um i told jackson we were talking about it when we were recorded our episode like the main show has like a structure we have to like there we, we don't plan what we're going to say but we know what stories we're going to talk about so there's exactly. like, you know, and with this, I think like we never fully discuss like, all right, do we want to hit certain beats about the movie and talk about this thing or should it be more organic? And I think the unspoken thing was like the conversation should just be organic and not planned at all. So yeah, um, that conversation that we I had mean, we about Better Luck Tomorrow. kind of didn't really even like decide to talk about it. It just like is part right. of the movie. So no matter what right. we had to talk about it and when you sent that over to me and I got to read the review and we even got to discuss it a little bit. It's like, yeah. I really felt proud because there's so many different ways that we could have addressed that. And we, I mean, yeah. from anything from the line of just completely glossing over it to, yeah. like you said, like, like Scott said, like talking down to the listeners, like, Oh, you should have heard this or something like that. So just to see that review and to, to feel that, what we were bringing across and what we were trying to get across actually came out yeah. the right way. So that just made me feel really good. Yeah. It made me feel really good too. I mean, I, we like, of course, like I said, like the whole, our discussions aren't planned about the movies. Um, I know like some people like to do that. Like, you know, like we need to talk about this part and that part and that works for some people. And I think it works well for a lot of people. I, it has seemed to work best so far for us, whether it's been this or even when you were on the old show, to not really like, plan exactly what we're going to talk about like because i yeah. i think because we just we just know each other and it'd be, it's just easier to like like very much i could tell that you would have an, you could have an adult conversation about it without me like uh being like all right i'm gonna bring this up before we start and like yeah and being like all right cool 
So, you know, I think that's why the review kind of means a lot because uh, we, it definitely wasn't a planned discussion. And even when I listened to it back, I was really happy that we had that discussion in a way about that movie that didn't yeah. feel like it was talking down to people. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so I thought that was really good. So thank you so much. I think it was always... my favorite episode so far. Yeah, I mean, I you know, in hindsight, it kind of was. And, you know, I think before that, it was the killing them softly one which was like the one that was right before but the one, um, the one before but when I, when I think it's i think it's like a testament that it's getting better i guess like the conversations yeah, are totally getting better agree. um yeah. so uh yeah i mean it wasn't until i re-listened to it and i i listened to it again after that review to be like all right like really make sure like how that conversation went and it was something that we didn't gloss over and it was something that we talked about like adults and i I was, yeah, I thought it was good too, and I'm glad that other people were able to pick up on that. So thank you so much, mm-hmm. and as always, like keep reviews coming, whether they're good or bad, because they help. Uh, constructive exactly. criticism always, is, uh, is key. Yeah, <laughs> so, always, so yeah, always appreciated. Yeah, and we want you to be a part of these discussions too, which is why the deep dives are fun, because like, um, you know, especially if it's a movie you really like that we've touched on. So yeah, um, hopefully we'll get more of those in the future. Um, but before we get into your movie uh, that you picked, uh, what uh, should we catch up on with you? It's been a bit. I I haven't actually seen Owen since Super Bowl Sunday. I think was the yeah. last time I saw him. Yeah. Uh, so I've been um, I've been pretty busy, and that, that's the reason we're recording here on Thursday. Um, my parents were actually in town this uh, most recent weekend, and um, if you're uh, a part of the Erickson family, it's pretty much go go go, and activities are a must. Um, my parents <laughs> do not like to sit around and hang. Uh, I mean, they do, but especially when I'm hosting and, and I'm having them over, it's it's more of a hey, like what's what are we doing this weekend? And so yeah. we did a hike, we went bowling, we did uh, some fun activities. Um, and then pretty much right after that, I uh, was in a conference uh, for work. And so I was actually just in Newport Beach, just got back today. So had a, a three-day conference that I was at, um, which we actually I've been kind of go, go, go as well uh, for the last, yeah. gosh, pretty much week. Uh, so uh, it's good to be back home and settled and kind of get back to my regular routine. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Nice. Yeah, um, I was not, well, I was productive this week. I had a really busy like uh, work week uh, writing-wise. And that was, and that's been really good. Um, I kind of, I re- I knew we had a holiday. I kind of forget, I forgot about it on Sunday, because I, I was going to go home mm-hmm. a lot earlier than I would, went home on Sunday, and then was reminded by a friend that's like, oh, like tomorrow's like President's Day. Do you get it off? And I was like, oh yeah, they they, they said it's a light day, so yeah. It's a sneaky, it's a sneaky holiday. It's a sneaky holiday. It's a sneaky holiday. Yeah, it is. And I, yeah, I wouldn't have, it, I, I wouldn't matter to me either way. I mean, it's cool. I get a day off, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that you were uh, with your, with your parents over the weekend. Uh, it was just funny because like the only, I think the one text exchange we had was about, about the bowling alley and I'm not going to share it on here because I don't think it's like, I probably can't share it on here. Um, but, but just know that. He, uh, he could ask me anything, and uh, I won't find it offensive. And so it was really funny. Oh. <laughs> that was our own text exchange about that. Um, you posted it on it, your Instagram story too. Did you say something about like there was something about Black History Month where you were, oh, you were making it? Uh, you're like your friends can joke around with you as long as you guys know each other and it's cool and and that yeah. kind of thing. Gaius has been posting a lot of stuff for Black History Month, which has been great because it's it's not necessarily the typical. Um, I mean, it's all 
it's all uh, relevant and everything. But when it comes from a business, it's all like very professional it's, and corporate yeah. and PC and everything. So hearing it from your side on just like a story on Instagram is always good to hear just kind of more of a colloquial take on like, yeah, hey, yeah. here's something that like uh, that that I want to share and want to celebrate yeah. for uh, for February. Yeah, it was all, and it's all been said, and it's all like funny. It's not supposed to be serious, like you said. Like some people yeah. post like historical like facts. I was trying to be funny. Yeah, most people get it. I've gotten a couple uh, messages like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that during Black History Month." Right, right. If you don't, <laughs> if you can't take the joke, that means you don't know me that well, and like yeah. that's on you, I guess. Um, it's all funny, yeah. but yeah, th there was one. There was one about like. Uh, your white friends can make certain jokes as long as they're like really good friends with you and you know and they know yeah. you because you know because you know them and you know like whatever joke they're making they're not trying to be offensive that's the point i was driving yeah exactly and uh, yeah and i yeah. mean i think even even with all the stuff that happened this last weekend with like tiger woods and like well, his joke with justin thomas and stuff yeah like honestly his response was great it's like hey listen if i offended anyone i truly am sorry and it's that's not what I wanted to convey or how, how I wanted to come off. It was a yeah. joke between friends. He didn't find it uh, offensive, offensive if I offended it. Yeah, I, I'm really sorry if that's the way it came off. But listen, we're friends and it was a joke yeah. and, and that's kind of it. So I yeah, there's different ways to take that. But that's I, I, I usually like to think that it's it's a uh, 99.9% .9 of the time in good fun. Yeah, the moral of the story is calm down. Just have a good time, guys. It's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> like I yep. think we, I think I think all of us have common sense enough to know to like when to be serious and when to not be serious. So like yeah. that's I can't imagine going through life without a sense of humor. That would just yeah, be at very all, that would be fucking dreadful. <laughs> I think <laughs> absolutely yeah. awful. That's why I don't surround <laughs> myself with people that don't have a sense of humor. It's just it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be awful. A bunch of Eeyores from Winnie the Pooh just constantly like, ooh. <laughs> constantly yeah, just, little Debbie Downers. Yeah, Debbie Downers. Um, other than that, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania. Yeah. Um, it it has like a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that bad. It's like, it's entertaining. Is it like the perfect kickoff to Marvel Phase 5? No. But yeah. it it's a setup movie, and I think they were like, hey, we haven't given like I don't call him the runt because I, I like the Ant-Man movies, but like, I feel like of all the standalone ones, like his probably are perceived as like the lesser ones Weaker. of like all the, yeah. yeah. And I think they wanted to do one that was like kind of more serious with him and also use his movie to set up what this bigger villain is going to do later. Um, of course. So, so it's a total setup movie, but I still thought it was fun. It, there are some like narrative issues and like, and of course it's Marvel and they throw in a lot of jokes and all of them don't land. Some do, some don't. <laughs> Uh, but their major fucking uh, ace in the hole that they have is Jonathan Majors as Kang. He's really good. Like, really, really good. And the whole time I was watching it, though, I was like, oh, why is he, like, going to be such a huge threat later? And then there's a post credit scene that kind of shows why he will be. And I, he's, like, I saw him the last show, I think he's going to be, like, a, a Thanos-level threat or higher. Like, he has the wow. potential to be, yeah. I think. I mean, I think people are just kind of confused because they introduced him here. Uh mm -hmm. And, you know, getting beat up. He doesn't get beat up by Ant-Man. You have to see it. Like, I guess some people were like, he couldn't take him out. So, like, why introduce yeah. him in something like this? But it makes sense, like, if you look at it as a bigger picture. And I think some people are tired of looking at it that way. Like, why can't you just make a movie that's it stands on its own without it being like, oh, like, mm -hmm. this will make sense later. Or this is just set up for something. We're not in that, we're not in that phase of Marvel anymore. There's not really a standalone. Thor, no. Love, and Thunder might have been one of the last ones, I think. Yeah. Um, and even that had some like tie-ins and everything, but 
that I I mean once I saw the extended trailer for Ant Man, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit because <laughs> like just just in terms of like what the story is going to be about. Because from what I got, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. like just from what the story is, it's like oh I'm gonna make a deal with someone that in the quantum realm to get more time with my daughter back. And I was like, dude, you're literally doing something that no person would do. You just got right. her back. Like you were dead. Like, like <laughs> there's just all, all of these, like sort of like just the story of why he's putting himself in the situation. I was like, dude, even just from the trailer, I, I was already yeah. getting frustrated with his decision-making and, and his um, like lack of, logic and, and so, yeah. so that, just in terms of the story but but i haven't seen it i mean i've seen two and a half minutes of the trailer so i really yeah. can't say uh, of what it's going to be like but um looks visually impressive it's like it's visually very interesting i mean i, I thought it was i like the second one more of the three but i mean this one was at least it took it took a lot of chances i'll say that like it's way different from the other two like it's like not even close to being the same but and they like and i kind of wish from like from the trailers it looks like the stakes were raised a bit and they are kind of but it still kind of has that same kind of jokey family tone that like the other two had and that was yeah. a little disappointing because i thought like oh they're kind of going to go serious with this one um mm -hmm. there was moments of that but like not enough um but yo michelle Pfeiffer had more to do in this one uh she's probably like the main she's like the main setup for like who came is and all that in this movie and michael douglas is always reliable because he's michael douglas and uh Catherine Newton, back? no and that's that's what the movie uh, i need to re i'm not saying i need it. a recap i need a michael Pena recap uh, um i would love I'm not that seeing it i know he's like the best thing about those movies uh and then Catherine cool. newton is, is great as uh his daughter cassie she's really good yeah you know, like they're all really good i just you know i think at this point everyone's expecting so much from them and i also the think star that wars thing now yeah, I also think it's certain critics be not enough. I know. I think certain critics now have also have like an anti like Marvel agenda at this point because yeah. it like it's not that bad. Like to be like the some of the reviews I read, it's just like yeah, you can say it's flawed, but like the, some of the things. But yeah, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their, their opinion. I would just say if yeah. you were like on the fence about seeing it because of that rating, like you should, the audience score is eighty four percent, so that should tell you um, that moviegoers are liking it a bit more uh than critics are um yeah and then 100 percent. i mean like you said yeah. everyone is is a critic nowadays and so i mean we'll see how the is the audience score pretty low too no it's 84 percent, which is pretty decent okay like and then like it got a beats beats cinema score which is kind of low for marvel but dude the movie still made 120 million dollars over the weekend so even when marvel gets bad reviews they still do well they're like i think they're invincible at this point it's gonna be all right yeah, and then they're going to be, be just okay. fine on May 5th when Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out, because I'm pretty sure that will be That one's going to make good. a lot. <laughs> That'll be pretty good, and you guys will be fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I watched was this horror movie called Skinamarink on Shudder, and uh, everyone's been talking about it. Uh, Jackson wanted me to watch it because it's one of those, like, it, it, got, it went viral on TikTok as everyone's saying it's the scariest movie they've ever seen. And then, really? of course, when you, when you go on TikTok, you realize that a lot of people saying that are like, they're like 10. They're really young. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but a lot of people were saying it, it was made for, it's like, it's described as like an experimental horror film. It was made for $15,000. Uh, wow. It's like, um, I was going to text you to say that you should watch it. 
And I told actually told Jackson this actually told Jackson this on the show while we were recording. I was like, yeah, I was gonna text him, and I was like, yeah, you should watch it. And then I deleted it because I was like, no, nah, I deleted it. Like, I, I don't think I don't think he's gonna like it. I don't think like. Oh my god! Why? It, Why? It's like it's like you have to be like it tests your patience because like it's it's so cheaply done, Ooh. and most of it is like mostly dark, and like you're like waiting for like okay, what is what's going to happen. And basically the basic premise is that these two kids wake up and uh, their dad is gone. And then like the doors and stuff and like windows in their house are starting to disappear. So like, and they're two little kids, you barely see anything. You barely see them. You mostly hear their voices and whispering and like, it kind of plays on like, so it's more childhood. of an audio, like an, like an audio. Yeah. Or... Like it's so like, it's so cheaply made, but like, it's like, it plays on these like childhood fears of like, when you're a kid, you're afraid of the dark. You're afraid of being left alone. So it kind of puts you in that headspace. And I will say, I watched it alone in the dark. I think that's probably the best way to watch it. Because you're looking yeah. and waiting for shit to happen. And then all of a sudden, there's just... It doesn't have a ton of jump scares. You're but there's something. Yeah, you're and you're looking up close, waiting to see something. And all of a sudden, you hear something, and that freaks you out. Yeah. And, like, it's uh, amongst, like, uh, the little, like, cinephile community that we're in. Like, people either really love it, or they hate it. Uh, because it's just so, so like cheap. <laughs> I mean, it, like it's it's yeah. hard. It, I was you, gonna say like, like if it's mostly if it's mostly waiting around and they're kind of in one setting. Like where was even fifteen thousand dollars spent? Yeah, like, he, did, shot, did he, he shot. He shot it in his like child. Is it like a set. It, he shot it in his childhood home. Like in, he's from. It's like a Canadian horror film shot in his childhood home. Okay. Uh, it. I mean, like, I feel like this. If this was like a short film that someone made in college film school, everyone would be like, "Oh, this is so great." It's an hour and 40 minutes. I even said that it could have shaved wow. off like it, they could have shaved off 40 minutes of it and it would have been like a perfect hour long, like really good exercise in like how to make a effective, like atmospheric, like kind of horror movie. But it goes on yeah. for too long. Like and like study. that's why it's, that's why I said it tries your patience. I thought the payoff was worth it, but like it all, you know, but like I said, like. I would recommend it to horror fans. Which I just thought I was the deleted in the text. Of yeah, like, I was in the middle of texting you. Like I was like, yeah, you should check this out. And I was like, no, I don't want to be blamed for like, like, if, he, nah. if, he thinks it's, if he thinks it sucks. Nah. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you'll pretty much give almost anything a chance, but I don't want to be responsible for it. So if you stumble upon it, yeah. cool. <laughs> like if you decide to watch it on your own. Um, but yeah, like Jackson and I both liked it. A lot of people we know didn't. Cool. So it's like, it's a mix, but I, you know, I kind of applaud anyone. This guy made this movie for fifteen thousand dollars. I think it's made over two million dollars uh, at the hey, box office. That's a hell of a and return. I, I'll take. I would take that any day. And I think it encourages anyone that wants to get into like filmmaking to like you could do something like this. And like whether or not like people are you talking about. His, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> people are talking yeah, about this movie. It's such a low budget, but when it's like, yeah, hey, you is. make your own movie for like twenty grand, it's like, well, I don't have fucking twenty. Yeah, right. I don't have like twenty grand laying around. Um, yeah, but like you know, it's still like I I, I said on the show like yeah, there are people talking about his movie good or bad, and that's you know that has to be something good. Like that means more people are gonna watch it to just see if it's like as good as people say it is or as bad as people say it is. And I, he, this filmmaker wins either way, so like good for him I, on that note. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was all of the watches I got in because it's been pretty busy. Um, and I know you've been pretty busy, so I know you probably haven't had a chance to really watch anything either. Um, yeah, the only thing that I've watched is what we're about to talk about. Well, that's a good setup. 
for uh, what yeah. we're about to talk about. So this week is uh, your your pick. It's uh, my pick, finally. And I'll, I love finally, it. Finally. Finally. Finally, finally my pick. <laughs> finally, I only have to wait a week and a half. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so tell everyone what you chose for uh, this week's pick. All right, everybody. So this week, I decided to stick to my three years, a 2011. <laughs> um, this is a uh, horror comedy. So I picked Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Um, and uh, it is, um, I mean, just the synopsis, it's two scruffy pals played by Tyler Levine and Alan Tudyk. Uh, their, their backwoods vacation takes a bloody turn when ignorant college students mistake them for a pair of murderous hillbillies. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was directed by Eli Craig. Budget was about $5 million. Um, it was written by uh, Eli Craig as well, uh, distributed by Magnolia Pictures. And um, yeah, I, I, right now I, I don't have the box office right here, but it's got a uh, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.5 on IMDb. I know most people that I know who've seen it have really, really liked it. And it's it yeah. seems kind of like one of those um, fan favorites that anytime I've I've mentioned it, it's it's one of those good ones. But I absolutely love this movie. And, and the first time that I saw it, I just could not stop laughing. I thought that it was such a perfect um like it, it it was my i wouldn't say introduction into starting to like a little bit more of that gore uh factor yeah, in some yeah. horror things because i like the violence and yeah. um some of that stuff but to, to be able to take the comedy into it and even just like with cabin in the woods so to all the people who guessed that like that was a great guess but yeah. like to take that and i mean it literally starts the same way basically as cabin in the woods some kids going on college kids going on a trip and yeah. um like it's it's just one of those uh, those movies that I I really enjoy and so um I know that you you were kind of starting to tell me uh, about you seeing this again I know you said you kind of saw it before so I'd love to hear your your opinions right so I saw I did see this before but I remembered when I watched it again on Monday that I think it's just something I threw on in the background like it was just on TV like I saw the yeah. title and I thought the title seemed kind of interesting and I didn't I guess mm-hmm. I didn't pay much attention to it because like when I was watching it. I was like, I don't remember this. I don't remember that. Um, so yeah. I definitely had it on as background noise, I guess, the first time I watched it. Um, but it is very funny. I like, you know, it. it's a send up to like all these kind of like old horror movies, like The Hills Have Eyes or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, uh, Deliverance a bit where like in those movies, like, you know, the kind of like freaky looking hillbilly regnecks are like usually the ones that are like, you should be afraid of them. Like that's like, that is yeah. what, those movies kind of rest on and like usually it's like either you know the young college kids are like they kind of stumble upon this like kind of weirdness like going on in this town or whatever but like this movie in a very funny way flips that and our two lovable hillbillies are are just that they're lovable and they're not freaky they're awkward but they're not freaky they're not evil uh and they're so naive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're naive, and it's actually the college kids, most of them in the group, who one in particular, uh, who you should kind of be like afraid of, uh, I guess. Um, and I thought that was like a really cool, like it's so funny because it's such a simple premise to like flip that on its head a bit, but they do it in a really, it's basically a one joke movie, but they make it work for like yeah, it's the, an hour really and like eight or an hour and like twenty five minutes, or hour and a half, but like maybe shorter yeah. than that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I commend uh, Eli Craig because like it is like I said, just one joke, but there's different levels to that joke, and like yeah. he's able to make it all work, and it also works because the cast is also very much in on the joke, and they get it. You can tell they get it. 
like the way they mm-hmm. perf- are, they're performing and like i i you know horror comedies are very hard to get right um it's yeah. a really hard uh, mix sometimes cuz sometimes like the comedy doesn't work but the horror does and then in the other way around um mm-hmm. i thought with this like you said like it is gory but it's all played for like laughs so like it, it's yeah. and they're and they're played and they all like every single fatality in this i laughed at every yeah. single one and i feel like they got better and better uh they get really they really good they're so funny man they're so they're really funny and i just think i love that like it's just like you're watching like this like series of like mis like unfortunate events and it's uh, like yeah uh and like to make that work and like and to sell it really well i just thought that was really cool like watching i was like laughing my ass off like by myself watching it on monday it's yeah. like i and like i was like i feel like an idiot because i didn't pay attention to it before when i was watching it mm-hmm. uh the first time but like yeah this was like really good and i just uh and i also was surprised I and mean, we'll talk about it later like when i went to go look up more about the movie i was like this might be a big hit with like horror fans like people that like this kind of stuff i wonder if critics mm-hmm. like the critics really liked it too and it uh premiered at the sundance film festival like it i think they had bigger plans for it and then like you know, for it and I just don't think like people know what to do with it. And that kind of yeah. happens with movies like this. Um, but like, I mean, I, I would definitely say it's a cult classic today. Um, I'm, and, uh, and that's actually, I think that works out better for a movie like this. Uh, yeah. Discover, discovering it on their own. Uh, yeah. I, you put it perfectly. And, and I think that even just some of the, um, the way that, I mean, this, the screenplay is written and just the way that it's filmed too, I mean, it is just case in point, textbook definition of dramatic irony. I mean, yeah. it's just like, we know exactly what's happening. And these um, characters just really are on the other side. And, and and the dialogue flows so well with that. And that's one of the best versions of that is when um, <laughs> Tucker and Dale are, are trying to go find the kids. But she just uh, was playing board games. And she's like, oh, like, no, you rest. Because he wants to keep her there because he wants yeah, yeah. to flirt with her. And then yeah. they're hiding behind the... Um, the log and he's like yeah i'll finish her off. he's like oh i beat her oh, so yeah. bad yeah, yeah. i beat her so badly he's like yeah i'll just finish her off uh when i when i get back and these kids are like oh my god they're gonna kill her, kill her and yeah. then uh yeah just just like even just those um interactions between tucker and dale that are obviously completely harmless but, but, <laughs> in, in, but in the eyes of these kids who think that they're psycho killers um it just just uh creates a absolutely hilarious scene and I also love I, I didn't really think about it from this perspective when I watched it the first couple times, but right. um just the way it's filmed, like when it is a scene with just Tucker and Dale and you see their shenanigans and their friendship and it's I mean, even the music and sort of the tension is completely it just looks like a regular uh, regular like a TV show kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. then when you switch to the to the view of the college kids, it's filmed like a horror movie oh, and, and it's, yeah. it has like that. Like, yeah. I think there's even sort of like a gray filter a little bit sometimes yeah. and like just the way that it's shot of like how the cabin looks super creepy. And so yeah. like, they kind of flip back and forth between um, just different perspectives, just on, on the film style. And I thought that was a really cool, uh, cool way to do it. I thought that was cool too. Um, so imagine this, everyone that loves horror movies, you've heard this set up before you have like mm-hmm. a bunch of good looking college kids. They're going camping in West Virginia. Uh, they stop at the gas yeah. station, and this is when they encounter uh, Tucker and Dale. And they immediately, I mean, especially the two girls, and uh, Allison and, uh, oh, what's the other, the blonde-haired girls? Yeah, not, Allison's the main girl, played by Katria uh, Bowden, who I actually got to Katrina, interview once. Uh, is for, it Bowden or Bowden or, Bowden or something? 
We're gonna go with both, just in case like one of us will be right. <laughs> Katrina Bowden, yeah. She is um loved her on you 30 were... Rock, but she is Yeah, that's what I was thinking stunner. about. She's she's yeah. a great actress too. Yeah, uh but yeah, uh Chillon Simmons plays Chloe, I think is the Chloe, yeah. So so they are immediately like freaked out by them and like and if this was a typical if this was the Hills Have Eyes or Texas Chainsaw Massacre cabin fever, like you would be right to uh be freaked out by them. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, the movie already sets up this really like, cause I also felt like the movie had a lot of heart. It t- it picks up this whole like notion of like, you can't judge a book by its cover. And it starts off that yeah. way with like, uh, you know, he think like, he thinks that she's pretty of course, but he's like yeah. so shy. It doesn't even like know how he can talk to her. And I just yeah. love, like, I love when he like, uh, tells him like, you need to go he over there and talk to the her. First time. Yeah, he had like what do you have in his hand? He had like a, a scythe in his hand. Yeah, he's giant scythe. And he's like just smile and laugh. Yeah. You going camping? <laughs> you going camping? Like, <laughs> and they're like, get the, get the get the hell away from us. Like, yeah, so like so that's the and general the guy just like, comes in, he's like, hey, get back, man. And he yeah. like throws his fists up. Yeah. There and like and what's funny too is that these college kids, I mean, even Allison, I guess, is a type, but like if you've seen movies like this, like there's there's every kind of stereotype exists within one of these like college kids. I guess we can call Allison like the innocent one. She's a nice one. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad, I mean his name is Chad, so he's an asshole. But like, it, like, yeah. like I, I've never met a nice, I never met a nice Chad in my life. Um, so like they all kind of fit, and there's even like one black dude. <laughs> like I mean, like so there's that. Uh, but it like kind of like die first. Who doesn't die first? So thank you also for not like giving into that stereotype as well. Um, I think he so, actually but, dies last. Or yeah, second to last. Well, I know. I'm trying to, try to remember. It's hard to tell in that whole chaotic last, like, when the uh, the start, like, when the cabin stuff catches on fire. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, so that's, like, the general setup. And uh, things go awry. Uh, so, actually, Chad tells this whole story about the Memorial Day Massacre, which will, like, become, like, yeah. a more important thing uh, later, where, like, these hillbillies attacked, like, a bunch of people. And uh, it's supposed to be like in like like with like all the times with these movies. Twenty years ago like, to the day of when, the day. when they're there. Yeah, and like in movies like this, there's always that creepy like campfire story. Like, like so it's also kind of playing up on that as well. So like, keep in mind. So these kids have already they they've heard this story from Chad. So that that's already kind of like in the back of their minds. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't stop that doesn't stop them from going skinny dipping though, which is another fun. Uh, horror movie but here, before you get to that it's like that, that was my first sort of reaction i mean because this is super early on to the movie and like yeah they kind of cut to the the scene of where of of the murders before yeah and it's i mean it's gruesome like the first yeah. thing you see is, is the guy and he throws the um like the saw like the yeah. circular saw um like straight into a dude's head yeah. and then the girl who gets the machete uh, pushed through her throat and i was like yeah i was like oh my gosh like this is pretty graphic like yep. straight off the bat, like <laughs> seven minutes in, like this is where we're going. <laughs> yeah. This is where we're going with this. Um, and then I, yeah, so they all go skinny dipping, and uh, <laughs> I was, I, I, I don't know if I missed some of it because I was laughing so hard. The situation in which like Allison is standing up on like I guess the rock, I guess getting ready to go in the water, and uh, yeah. and then Tucker and Dale are like talking, and does he like he shouts out to her, and that's why like. She falls into the so, water. So basically, like they're they're sitting there, um, and they see the other kids, and they're right. and uh, Tucker wants to get a better view, for, yeah. uh, obviously to like see them skinny dipping, and yeah. then um, Dale wants to be. He doesn't want to see. He's like, oh, I don't think they're gonna want us looking. 
and then they yeah. see um uh Allie, the Christina uh sitting on the rock and they just try and be quiet because they don't want her to notice them kind of seeing yeah. it and then she starts taking her clothes off and so dale covers his eyes <laughs> but then tucker i think tries to like get him to look and then, and then dale just shouts tucker like and then she looks around falls hits her head he's hey, like hey, hey when a pretty girl starts taking her clothes off don't yell my name <laughs> It's so funny. And so they end up taking her, like, to help her, but, like, to everyone else, it looks like they're, like, taking her to, like, kidnap her. And true, Yeah, like, it's like they hit her in the head, and they're like, get her in the boat! Well, get her in the boat! Like, it's just funny how, like, it's just so, like, easily misconstrued, but, like, it's... And then they're like, we have sense. your friend! Oh, yeah! <laughs> and they mean it in, like, a way of, like, hey, like, come they're get like, her. Ah, they just thing. start running away. Running away, yeah, running away. And, like, that kind of sets up the whole, uh, again, like, series of misfortunate events that like yeah, kind of starts all back to the cabin and, and they're like wow they kidnapped our friends right you know they're just trying to look out for her and then make sure that she's okay and because they all ran yeah. off so they're like well we got to take her back to the cabin make sure she's good um and then they uh yeah it's just like they they find the cabin and they're like oh it looks so creepy yeah. but i love one one of the guys says the the first guy to die he's like guys like it's just a cabin man like, <laughs> like it just looks like a cabin he's like what not every single guy is like a psycho killer right yeah. like why don't you go up there like maybe i will and then yeah and then he's like, well, <laughs> i said maybe i said maybe so i just i love like when uh because like when she wakes up she's initially like a bit terrified but like oh, you course. know okay the dog she with the glass, like, like the milky eye. <laughs> the one eye the one eye yeah but eventually she comes around but of course all of her friends are like no we gotta go help her we gotta go help her um and i think the first death is after uh he cuts the beehive right is that after the yeah, is that like the first yes. one so so oh the, my gosh, yes. so so that death so is the whole really reason fun. they're going to the cabin is, is <laughs> to fix it up and so they're obviously yeah. doing like a bunch of work and renovations and on and it so and, have, yeah. yeah renovations on the thing so they probably bought a, they brought a bunch of equipment and he's um uh tucker is is chainsawing through uh, an old log and he yeah. saws right into a beehive it's yeah all, <laughs> Right as the guy's walking up to go, why, check why he's walking like, up oh, to like, go check? Because he was probably just gonna knock on the door and be like, "Hey, like, is our friend here? Let's just just to see if everything's okay." Yeah. But then he saw, saw us in the beehive, and he can't see anything. He's getting attacked by bees. By and so bees. with the chainsaw running, yeah. he's like wailing it around, around and Wiley. the is like just and so they all start running, just yeah. completely getting out of there. And I love when their eyes meet because he thinks that, that Tucker's chasing him. Yeah, yeah. But then. But then he passes him because he's just like, yeah, yeah. and they're like, wait, what? They're what like, what's on? happening? Yeah. Runs straight into a uh, sort of pointed, sort of spirit like impaled by tree, impaled <laughs> tree, yeah. by yeah. tree. But I, I actually didn't really notice it because like there was a bee that landed on his nose like right before he died, and yeah, I yeah. think you can like in the way his eyes sort of like move back and forth. I think he's like he gets it. He's like, I oh. think he got it then. I think he got it then too. Yeah. That he wasn't he trying was to just kind of like, oh, he's like, oh, like, and then he this died. is nothing. <laughs> This is nothing. He was getting yeah. stung. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, the, so reason why, the, the reason why the beehive thing is so funny to me is because <laughs> the way that he's <laughs> just waving the chainsaw around all wildly, around. and it's because he's getting stung by bees to the face, but, like, if you're a horror movie fan, there's something called, like, the, like, chainsaw dance in, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's how Leatherface, like, runs around and, like, basically is, like, chasing after, like, his victims in those movies. So, like, yeah. 
as a horror fan, you're watching it like, oh, I get what they're doing, and this is really, really funny. But then also, yeah. just like, like, like I said, like I said, it's it's one joke, but like layers to that one joke, and they make yeah. it work. So like, I just thought that was really cool. Like, if you were like a horror fan, you know exactly what they're alluding to and what they're like getting at. Uh, yeah. And that's why I thought that scene was like really like just absolutely fucking hilarious. And uh, and I love when he got back to the cabin and he was like, I think he was just like, we say afraid of bees or just allergic to bees too, because he was like running like. No, he was, he was like, <laughs> he's like, you guys are just playing board games. We came here to work. And then um, he's like, uh, he asks uh, Dale to help him with the rest of the stuff. And, oh, yeah. and uh, I think that's, that's when um, like they start, they, I think they start digging a pit. And, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Dale starts, or Tucker starts working, like throwing some of the the chopped up logs in the wood chipper. Yeah, and then they're fr- and then the college kids find um <laughs> find the dude. They're like they left him here as a message. <laughs> like, they it's left like his body me- here. Sacrificial message. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> but that's but that's when Chad starts to kind of go a little bit off the rails. I mean, we saw it originally before they went skinny dipping. We saw Chad kind of like. He's like, hey, hey, like we're cut from a different cloth. cloth. Like, don't act oh, like he, you're. Like, he, you gets weird with Allison. he gets really weird with Allison. He gets really weird with Like, really, just kind of making some serious and aggressive advances towards her, and she's just like, nah, yeah. like, I don't, I don't really want to be a part of that. But you can see, and it's, I mean, I think the guy who did the acting for that, um, gosh, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, let me look at that. Uh, which is crazy because uh, he looks Jesse, Jesse Moss. Infinitely different now. Jesse Moss. He looks like an yeah. accountant that would work at like a, <laughs> like now. He looks like yeah. I just pulled up. I just pulled up a picture of him. Yeah, he looks so different now. But in 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 that role, he's really convincing. I mean, it's the memorization of the lines and his inflection is just incredibly good. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like you can start to see once they find the guy's body, he's like, it's us versus them. Like no one gets a chance like this, and and ever in life, like he's ready to start fighting and killing people. Like pretty much straight off the bat. Yeah, and there's also characters like that in other horror movies like this, too. There's always one that's, like, slightly unhinged, and, like, they seem seemingly normal at first, and you realize they're just as crazy as... And that's what... I thought that was... They did this really well, too, because, that I mean, what he was trying to say... Like, he was trying to say that they were freaky, they were weird, they were crazy, but he, I mean, him himself, was just as... If not crazy, he was crazier than what he was perceiving them to be. And then he was also kind of making his friends, like almost like that too by like kind of rallying like yeah. rallying them up to like you know go after them um but yeah i thought that, i thought that guy was really good too because he effectively played an asshole really well but also mm-hmm. it's also a, a kind of a joke version of what that character is supposed to be so yeah, like he so he so he played like i thought he really understood the joke and really played it really well uh while he yeah. was uh yeah i thought he was really good um but yeah that whole the whole sequence with like from the digging of the hole and the wood chip, that whole <laughs> sequence there is probably my favorite sequence of the movie it's because so that's funny, man. Because that's when it's also <laughs> again, like, again, like their perception of what's going on, and then like the college kids' perception of what's going on, it becomes oh fully clear gosh, how, man. like, how they're like seeing two completely different things, but you so understand weird. why. Because, like, yeah. when she gets when she because she's helped at this point, she's like, you know, she's befriended him and like she's like you know she doesn't feel like she's being held captive on a farm like i can help let me help you dig this hole and then and also he finds common ground with her like he starts to find common ground with her like he's never really talked to a girl before but it's like hey if if you've dug an outhouse hole or a shithole like like this in the movie (laughs) oh yeah like we can kind of we can kind of get along and and now i have yeah some commonalities with you that we can discuss and 
and that kind of breaks down his uh a little bit of his nervousness which is which is good i mean it, it's what progresses yeah. the story and, and that stuff together but gosh just because because uh, chad like rallies everyone together just he's like all right we got to find weapons and then kill them kill them <laughs> so, so <laughs> basically today <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So like they they're actually digging something practical for their home. The college kids think that they're yeah. making her dig her own they're grave. Like, that sick fuck <laughs> is making a bigger <laughs> <own> grave. <laughs> Which like also like and I'm, like laughing my ass off because like yeah it would look that way I guess <laughs> to like to the outside looking in and then of course he like knocks her in the head accidentally and with like the and she, with the shovel and she just falls in and like yeah. and then from there it just gets like so like out of hand <laughs> again uh yeah. like all over i mean like i, I was crap i mean i think i was so surprised because i didn't look at how long the movie was so it was yeah. like moving pretty quick and i was like these it kids are like quick it, it doesn't I was like, really <laughs> feel like an hour and a half yeah yeah i was like these kids are like kind of getting off like really 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 fast pretty quickly well i think um, even even um even uh katrina Bowden was like how long was I out? Because like oh, all, yeah. all of these things are happening. How long was I unconscious for? Because like, wait, now like four or five <laughs> people have died. But like, um, yeah, I, I just love like because so one of the guys tries to attack Tucker, who's uh, going to the uh, wood chipper, and he just just dives basically head first to try and stab him with this tiny little pocket knife, which would have given that him, was like, hilarious too. Of, <laughs> yeah, little like... tiny pocket knife, but just dives. <laughs> head first into the wood chipper and yeah. then obviously jams it and gets half his body ripped up and i just love the are you okay oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. And, like, and then like tucker's like trying to like get him out which is kind yeah. of pointless at this point but from yeah. like their perspective it looks like he's like basically jamming him into it and like you just yeah. see his legs like flailing so and they're they're like, like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, I, that was i was dying dude just the perspectives <laughs> of what they think is happening is so funny oh my god yeah and like, and I love like, once they like kind of come to like after that whole thing is over, when they were trying oh, they're to like talking back in the cabin and talking back in the cabin. So like, of course, the kids have their idea of what's going on. Like these are yeah, basically led by Chad though. Like these are weird like hillbilly fucks. They just want to kill people. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like they, like you said, they left that first kid as a message to us. It's like, and then when <laughs> uh he's like when they talk on their side. Like on Dale and Tucker's side, when they get discussed, like they think it's like a suicide pack. Suicide pack. <laughs> and I would just laugh like, because it's a ridiculous like idea, right? And the way that he paused is, is kind of like, yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. cool, <laughs> like because well, uh, they cool. both kind of come separately. And he's just like, he's like, I just had some college kid have <laughs> head first in the wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Wait, what happened to you? Are you okay?" He's like, "Some guy just impaled and died right on top of me." <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the, it was funny is that the suicide pact like theory is like is ridiculous, and I think like they, I think that's the joke too, because the way he reacts to it, like, okay, cool, like we're gonna go with yeah. That, I mean, I guess. three of them are dead now, so. <laughs> and, but they, he was like, "I think that's what they're doing," and then like. And of course, you know, she's knocked out and can't confirm or deny if if, if that's what they're really doing. Um yeah. but yeah, I thought that I thought that was so funny because like I think together those guys are just hilarious. And like the just moment that moment pause where he just like I think they're like in the suicide pack and like that pause of like yeah. thinking about it and being like, it sounds dumb, like okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we'll just go but with no, that. Yeah, that, that's that's gotta be what it is. That's we'll gotta be what it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, I then uh, so one of the kids had went to go get the cops, 
before because yeah. um, he, he was one that, that drove him up there and drove the truck. So um, as they're trying to kind of get rid of these bodies because they know, well, at least Tucker knows what it looks like because they're like, hey, we're going to call the cops. It's like, well, we got a bunch of dead people around here and like <laughs> we're going to say that they just killed themselves. Yeah, I don't think that's going to yeah. go over super well. But then the cops off. come. The cops come, and then my favorite line of the entire movie is just they're both holding a leg of the guy who jumped oh, in the chipper. <laughs> and the cop's like, he's just looking at him, and then Tucker just says, we have had a doozy of a day. <laughs> that is the best line in the yeah. entire movie. And I it's still so like, funny. I think about that sometimes. It's like, wow, it's been a doozy of a day. Doozy of a day. <laughs> it's just so good with like a half, like often half person right yeah. next to them. Gosh. It's the best and it's, one. And it's great too because like the college kids wait in the car while the cop goes to talk to them. So again, you have this like perspective of like what they see and what's really going on. And so the yeah. cop the cop openly decides to like go into the house cuz he's like, you know, the girls in there, she like, you know, she can like explain everything well, like whatever. Well, 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 like, they're they're, expl- they're explaining it and, and the cop's like <laughs> They're like, wait, so these guys just started killing themselves. You know how stupid that sounds? He's like, yeah, well, we still have one in our house. He's <laughs> like, you have a conscious girl in your house? Yeah, she's in my bedroom. She's in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just, just digging their own grave. Digging, digging like, more. Well, you're going to have to show me that. Yeah. You're have to show me that. And so he goes in the house, and then they're, like, freaking out, like, oh, why'd he go in there? Don't go in there. Like, Of course, like any other, like, horror movie, like, thinking, like, something's yeah, going like, to go don't wrong. Don't go in there! Don't go in, don't there. Go in there! And what's funny is that, uh, they're right, something does go wrong, but not what they think. Uh, yeah. You know, like you said, like, earlier, because they're doing, like, so many different improvements on their cabin, and, uh, what is he, leans up against one of, like, the beams or whatever, and it, like, There's a broken beam that has, like, some nails, but it's like a booby trap, basically. Yeah, and then he gets, like, I don't even know how to describe what hits his face, like, uh, he also gets impaled, but like he just basically gets a bunch of nails shoved through yeah. his forehead and skull, and yeah, just just and from he, this, this broken beam that swings down. And, and then he um, comes like stumbling out, and of course, like, out of the house. <laughs> and of course, the college kids are like, "Oh no!" Like he, they got him too, and then like he's trying yeah. to get in the car, and they're all like freaking out. Like it's like a total like real horror movie moment, but it's just so funny because like we know yeah. exactly what's happened and what's going on. And that's well, what, and like that's the bimbo <laughs> girls, like they, and the bimbo girls, like they fucking killed him. Damn, yeah. <laughs> she got some really funny lines too. I mean, I actually thought like every one of them, like like I said, played all their parts really well because like because like it seemingly they have to play some of that stuff kind of straight because like you, yeah. you can't like like when you're in like a satire or a parody or something, you can't like really necessarily act like you're in one because it's like oh like no kind of gives a joke yeah. away. So that's why I thought they were well, all really good. <laughs> yeah but like there are some funny lines that are in there like the like when chad's being super he's like hey this is it's us versus them and like right. one of us has got to go and he's talking to the the bimbo girl and yeah he's like and, and if you don't think that you can do that maybe you deserve to die <laughs> but then the next best line is, is the, the black guy just goes that's fucked up that's right that's fucked up <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up that's fucked up, man. Oh god, I'm glad you reminded like, me that. So that was funny. Matter of fact, it's, just it's point also, blank. It's, oh, it's, it's so also good. such a typical like token black person line in movies like <laughs> in horror movies like that. Yeah. There'd be like one yeah. person that would like say shit like that. Um yeah. God, that was, <laughs> that was just so funny. <laughs> like it's just a lot of it is just this like I said, you know, how they're able to make this all kind of work really well. Like mm-hmm. uh 
<laughs> this whole like basic premise of like uh like misunderstanding everything um mm -hmm. on several occasions <laughs> like i don't know i just yeah. thought they handle that like it's it's yeah so it's really just like i mean it it's it is like you said the same joke kind of over and over again but they they do it in such different ways like that are the resourcefulness of the hillbillies like hey we really got to leave a note all right well, yeah. well don't really have anything all right well i'll just use this hatchet so it's this really <laughs> like yeah like rough and aggressive looking we got your friend like, yeah <laughs> that obviously is not like what their intention was but it really is just a, a complete misunderstanding on both sides that turn into a lot of really funny lines and a lot of really funny um situations that um yeah, yeah. but I, I think that like what the actual end kind of pre like what happens at the end and why you realize why chad is is acting like yeah. that is actually pretty dark like it's pretty dark too that. because they kind of like they set it they set it up with like i mean he's already been like creepy kind of like off the wall the entire movie um yeah and you 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 kind of start to see it even more when they like when they're able to like kidnap tucker and then like they he yeah. cuts his like he two fingers, fingers off. off and then like they send those back to uh dale or whatever <laughs> i also love when they when like when she she the girl alice is the one that, that goes outside because at this point she's woken up and there, he's trying to explain yeah. to her, like, your friends are, like, trying to do this to us, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, he first says, gonna... he's, he's like, are your friends on any medication? Oh, and oh yeah. Because yeah, he's still because... rolling on the suicide pack theory. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and she's like, no, like, my friends wouldn't do that. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go outside and, like, settle this, whatever. Don't do it, don't do it. And she goes outside and sees, like, the mess that is outside. And then she sees, like, this little thing wrapped up and she grabs it. And she opens it, it has the two fingers in it, and she screams and drops it. And I love that instead of him picking it up, he just goes, Hey, there's a note kind of like wrapped up with it. And like and it, yeah. it makes her it makes her like kind of grab it instead of him being the one to like get it. I thought that was funny too, like because she's already like freaked out and grossed out by it. He's like, Hey, like you should probably pick up that note. Well, and, they also <laughs> said, oh no, they cut off his bowling fingers. So the girl's bowling fingers, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, you realize that Chad is like fucked up then, and then, um, you know, for a movie that is like kind of all jokes, I thought they gave a pretty decent like uh, explanation as to why he was a little yeah. fucked up, because it all goes yeah. back to that whole like uh, massacre story in the Memorial Day massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of <laughs> which is kind of set up. Uh, <laughs> you know, I thought it was interesting too because like. Once her, once her other friends finally make it into the cabin, uh, she's trying to explain to them, like, hey, guys, this is a misunderstanding. These guys are, they're not bad. They're fine. They actually saved my life. And then the one girl was basically, I, and I, I hadn't paid attention the first time I watched it. And when she was like, oh, no, I was like, in my head, I was like, she's going to say she has, like, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like, she's, yeah. like, befriend, befriending her kidnappers. And then I was like, God, again, another, like, unfortunate, like, misunderstanding. And yeah. she was like, like what the hell are you talking about? Like no, like I'm fine. But like, <laughs> but also like it's it's been like an afternoon and a half, and like yeah. Chad immediately jumps to, "Are you really in love with him?" Love with him? Oh like, yeah, that's what like, like, like yeah. thinks that thinks that she would actually spend like fall in love yeah. with this guy, and just completely goes off the rails and like holds the hatchet up to her neck. Neck, yeah. Um, <laughs> but how we end up finding out about Chad's connection to that massacre. And I didn't know this sweet this scene was gonna necessarily work, but I loved how like she basically is like has 
Tails to the one side, chats on yeah, the other. The therapy and sets, session. And sets up this like therapy session. And it's like, okay, now you tell things from your perspective first, and then you tell things from yours, and then like basically we'll kind of like meet in the middle. And it was so wonderfully like awkward that it made it funny. It was and, so awkward. And then she plays it too. She's playing it straight, and that's what makes it funny. Like you could tell that like to her, like this is a very meaningful, like, I'm trying to help. But the whole situation she's like, this is like, this is the profession that I want to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it's so like ridiculous. But yeah, then uh, Chad explains like his whole uh, connection to the massacre, which is why he like has this like really uh, <laughs> this this huge disdain uh, for hillbillies, which, uh, you know, Dale tries to explain to him like, hey, I know you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say? Well, the, the thing is, it's like she sets it up from like, hey, let's let's hear both sides of the story. Like the story. Yeah. And it it could have just been like, hey, we saw you take our friend and we thought that like you were trying to kill her. And Dale yeah. could have been like, hey, we just saved her life. And then you guys came and attacked us like that. That That is the two sides of the story. But instead, yeah. it's Chatty's like, yeah, my 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 mom was the one who was with those people and got murdered. It's like, oh. Okay. And then her her and reaction then, to it too, and, and so then it's like, great. all right, so let's hear your side, Dale. And he's like, I'm really sorry that happened. I didn't have anything to do with it. Do with it, yeah. Like, like all right, we're making it. progress. We're making progress. <laughs> I did. I did love happened. her. I did love her reaction after he told that story because she wasn't expecting all of that, and she her pause too. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for sharing. <laughs> like turns and looks at him, and then his was like the best. Like you know, matter of fact, like well, I had nothing to do with that. I wasn't one of those people that did that. Yeah. Uh, but then also and, he, he's just like, oh, I feel so much better. Oh, yeah. Like, like he, yeah, yeah. How do you feel he after that? like benefiting from it. Yeah, I thought that was, that scene, probably my second favorite scene after the whole sequence with the wood chipper and Kurt getting knocked into the hole. Uh, it yeah. was just so like, so like wonderfully awkward. And like, I, I mean, I'm always a fan of like a strategic like awkward pause on the line and then like kind of like reacting to something and then delivering uh, your next line oh, it's really okay. good because <laughs> like because that's kind of how like you feel after you hear a story it's like that was a lot dude wow. <laughs> like, way yeah. way too much um, i asked you to share yeah. and you shared wow thank yeah, you yeah <laughs> you shared everything um and then of course things kind of all go uh you would think that would help the situation but it doesn't things all go to hell because well because the, uh, well, they, they're, <laughs> they're looking in from the window and they're like um well also the bimbo her, well, another great line oh i could go for a cup of tea right now oh yeah so like the funny <laughs> thing about this so setting good. up this therapy session how she starts it is she's like hey like let's just sit down i'm gonna make like some tea <laughs> like that's how she yeah. sets up this therapy session and when they're looking inside like the bimbo girl like there's like oh they're like drinking tea and she's like i, I could really tea? go I could for, really, really i could go for a cup of tea, cup right, of now. tea right now and the guy's like what <laughs> like he's like and, talk to me woman <laughs> yeah yeah and like the logic for what they were doing, because they were sitting around calmly, and I like I I thought it was funny. I don't think they came up with a reasonable explanation as to what they well, thought no, they were doing. He's like, he's like <laughs> they're being held hostage. Hostage, like they're yeah. Sitting at the table. <laughs> they're sitting at a table. Uh, that was hilarious. Yeah. And then they come in like uh, guns oh blazing. blazing, and then it's just again, it's like <laughs> how people end up dying in this sequence mm. is like, I mean, I'm trying to remember who got hurt and died first um well so so um i think um gosh i guess the only way yeah, I can say is the black guy the black guy <laughs> comes in with the uh the weed whacker sure and, yeah. oh uh, and he, like, he goes straight towards tucker ducks and, and then, then he, he moves and he gets the other girl in the face. Just, yeah and he's like why didn't you duck 
And then she's on the floor, like not dead too, by the way, like flailing yeah. around on the floor. And then uh and then the black guy gets set on fire. Fire, uh, yeah. And, well first and then, just, just his pant leg catches it's just fire. His pant leg and, catches fire. And, and, well Tucker and Dale are still trying to help. They're like, hey, it's just your leg, just pat it no, out. So, and they were like they patted <laughs> out like stop drop and roll, like that kind of oh yeah. yeah. And then, then like just, the, Yeah, just pat it, it's just your leg. <laughs> and then the girl grabs, I guess what we assume is just like what moonshine or that like, baby or something. or something. Yeah. So yeah, she thinks it's like water. He's like, Oh no, don't don't do that. And she like throws it on him and then he fully engulfs in flames. And then that's when they yeah. tell him like to stop, drop, and roll. Like, and, he, yeah, yeah. and then he dies. And then it yeah, sets yeah. off like, on, like there's like gas and shit in the uh, in the cabin. And yeah, and then well, no, because to... <laughs> like, when the girl who gets her face like cut up with the weed whacker, she's telling Tad like, "Hey, help me." Oh and yeah, help I, me. I, I don't know if I caught this line before, but he's like, "Get off me, you ugly bitch." Because like, yeah. <laughs> like half her face is like gone. Face is gone. <laughs> gone like, damn, yeah. that's pretty savage, man. Like, yeah, yeah. She just got. <laughs> cut up she just got uh, cut up man just submitting the fact that chad is was an asshole <laughs> um and yeah the cabin ends up exploding because of the fire the bimbo girl like lights cigarette uh cabin explodes uh tucker dale and allison get out i also love when like they get out and she's like <laughs> she's like <laughs> I think she says I'm an awful therapist, or I'm gonna be an awful Maybe therapist. Maybe we can talk to him. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. Just run, just run. Just run. Just... And then Chad comes out of the fire, looking pretty much like Two Face. Like his whole like side of his face is like completely yeah. like charred off. Uh, and uh, but like what I like about this too, though, like because eventually it kind of leads up to like Chad ends up taking Allison, uh, whatever. And like we've been building up to this whole thing about like Dale needing to be assertive, Dale needing to be a hero, Dale needing to like you know roll some stick balls, up for himself, stick up action. for himself. Because even his friend Tucker kind of like picks on him a little bit, not in like a horrible way. He's like one of those people that like yeah. encourage him a lot, but like if he fucks up, he like kind of like picks on him a little bit. But um, he, he picks on him in the kind of way where it's like, hey, this is why you don't get what you want because well, you don't yeah. do what, what what yeah this like you don't take you need. And, and yeah. kind, of, kind of encouraging him in that way where it's like, you know, he's tried to encourage him better before, but now it's like, hey, man, like, you're stomping all over yourself. You don't have any self-confidence. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, kudos. I mean, I know it's a movie, like, whatever. Like, when Chad has Allison Hill captive and he's, like, trying yeah. to kiss her, he does kiss her, actually. And it's Super just like, they, and they kind of just focus in on that one side of his face that's, like, all fucked up and burnt. And then if that was them, because he's basically like saying like, because she's like wasn't into it. Of course she wasn't. And then he like yeah. licks her face, and like yeah. again, again, the t- again the tongue. It's all from the focus of this like one side of his face that's like completely fucked Burnt up. And it's like charred. so creepy and weird. And kudos to her for like <laughs> being a trooper. I guess so like, that, like, like acting. <laughs> even acting that, even, even acting that, yeah, uh, was comp- ah, I was like, oh god. Um, but yeah, I like I like that they gave him like uh, his hero moment to like to like save her. Uh, a little badly choreographed fight scene, I thought, but, but it, it was. It, it, well, I mean, well, I mean, they didn't really have like a budget, I guess, to really like to handle like fight yeah. choreography. Um, yeah. But I thought it was. I don't know. I thought like I thought the ending. I thought the ending was cool. I actually liked when they looked more into like. The massacre and stuff like that when they like found the newspaper clipping yeah. that kind of explained yeah well that, that's that's the dark more. turn where it's like yeah i mean his chad always thought that his dad was just like killed like that she was pregnant with him before 
Right. Uh, she escaped, and then they just murdered um, his father. Like, obviously, he did die, but, like, you find out yeah. that she was probably raped by her captors, and who yeah. was the, massac- the massacre. So I think what they were trying to insinuate, obviously, is that he has some, like, a psychological genetics. Him. Yeah, him. like, the bad in yeah. him, but also, like, maybe some some things that passed down, like, instantly, and then some of his uh, uh, genetics and stuff like that. And so, like... He obviously has murderous intent in him. Right. But yeah, I thought that was just like, because it, it seems like wh- where they went to find that was where she was being kept. Yes. Yeah. Like, like yeah. yeah, like her, like where, where she was being held captive. And like, I mean, for, I mean, it's, I guess it's lighthearted, even though there's a bunch of death, but like that, yeah. like even just seeing it again recently, I was like, damn, like that's, that's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah it is like so what do you think like when movies like this which are clearly like a little bit like it's a dark comedy like satire almost like a parody of like these types of movies but when they yeah. kind of like throw in something that like i want to say like serious but like try to give the story a little bit more of like because they, they, they didn't have to do that they could have just played it all for jokes no. and been good with yeah. that but like I, I think it's interesting when movies like that take the time to be like all right we're gonna like throw in some backstory actually yeah, like, and also like drive the story and have an ending that's not like right. oh i guess it's over now yeah like i think it's interesting when movies like because they really don't have to i guess but i think it's interesting when they do i mean like that it's not like necessary like we're already laughing we're already all in on what you're selling us yeah. um but i think it's kind of i mean it that's why i think with like certain movies like this with like critics and stuff like they have they, like when they focus on the gore and like the comedy and the horror aspect but when there's actually like a little bit of heart and you kind of get that you get that between like the friendship between tucker and dale you get that with the re- the growing relationship between dale and allison like there is like a genuine like connection that kind of grows with them yeah. even though like even though it's also kind of played to be funny like you know i i we i we glossed over it but i did like the scene that they had where um you know basically when they're talking and, sh- and he's like well why would my why would your friends think that i would like basically i like, do anything like that's your right you know why did he's like, no reason you? he's like no i know there's a reason is it and it was like you know because like when we saw you at the gas station we all thought you were kind of like and i thought it was interesting Creepy. too i thought they were gonna play that longer where he would be mad at her but then he was like he understood like why they felt that way i, I mean he was upset. So much his own self-deprecation and yeah right. he's, he's definitely upset but he was just like yeah i know i know that's why i didn't want to come up and talk to you like i knew i didn't yeah. have a chance because he like basically said no it's not your fault it's mine and then she even tried to take like the blame off it like you know like Basically, I know you now, and I know that's not, I know that's not true. Like you are. I thought, yeah, it's like those little beats that they didn't have to put in there, but like, you know, it makes it more than just kind of like a senseless like horror comedy with like nothing going on. And like, I I think that's why certain critics and stuff will appreciate stuff like this a bit more than it just being like a slaughter fest with a bunch of there's like a real story. Empty, yeah, there's an empty laughs. Yeah, and and that's why I like they did that with uh with Chad because I was like there has to be a reason why. Chad's as weird. I mean, unless they're just using the one joke, because there there are usually characters like Chad in these kind of movies, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't really give them a lot of backstory. There, you know, but like I'm glad that they did. But I thought they were just going to play up the whole like trope of him being an asshole and being kind of like a little unhinged, because that can happen in movies like this. But I'm glad that they gave him like mm-hmm. a little bit more. I don't know if they were trying to make us feel sorry for him. Um, the, the, I that ship is, that, that, was, ship, that ship had long crazy. sailed <laughs> by, yeah. by the time we figured out that like oh well that's why he's crazy well too late <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty much uh, it for me but yeah i thought like you know i thought like the whole wrap-up of it was really good and interesting and dale got to be a hero uh yeah 
and gotta was, be a hero. He gets the girl. He gets the girl. Uh, Tucker got, <laughs> I guess not not the right fingers back. Right, he got like one. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think they find probably one of one um, of his fingers. The bimbo's the girl's fingers or fingers? something. Yeah, maybe, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so he's got like a pink nail, uh, and he's like he's on a bunch of medication. He's like, I don't recognize that one. That one doesn't look the same. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. And he was like, yeah, I, was yeah I thought that was really cool. And I also liked, like, by the end, like, when they're, um, uh, they, like, have, they confess their feelings for each other and they kiss. And then there's this whole situation where a hillbilly accidentally knocks out, uh, a girl in, like, the background. And it kind of seems yeah. like it sets, it sets up this whole new kind of, like, oh, like, they're going to have their, if there was another little movie, they would have their own little, like, yeah. misunderstanding. And, uh, you could do this, like, all over again. Um, yeah. By, but I love I love the callback. Like, to should that. we help? No, no, no. We're no. Not gonna help. <laughs> and then basically, like you know, what? they're they're gonna find they're gonna find their way. <laughs> like, yeah, like, how, exactly. How they did. Um, I do want to speak on the chemistry between Allison and Dale because I actually think uh, they do play off each other really well. Like I actually like I, they I, so I, so. I I I bought into the fact that they like each other, and I I give I don't want to I keep, I know we keep going back and forth on what our last name is Katrina Bowden Bowden. One of them is right. Bowden, Bowden. Uh, um, she has always been really good at playing up. She, she's a, she's beautiful, and but she's yeah. always been able to get been good at playing that up. And I think knowing that and then making that a part of like the joke and stuff that she does because she's like that on Thirty Rock. Like she's the dumb blonde oh on Thirty God. Rock. She's so and, good in Thirty Rock, and she's hilarious on that show because I think she knows how to lean into it. I don't think she is just a pretty face. I think she gets it. And I think she has she a great got, sense of humor. I think she, yeah. I don't know if she helped do a little bit of writing on that show or anything either, but I mean, I think that she, yeah, she has a great sense of humor. humor. And like, you can really tell that her and Dale, I mean, I, I think there might have been a little bit of improvisation there. Right. I like, think with so just too. some of their interactions. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Yeah. And like, she's, I know, she's always, I've always noticed that about her. Like, um, I got to interview her. She was in, I forgot the name of the movie. It was some shark movie from like three years ago. And um, they didn't release the interview because something happened with the movie and they just like, you can hold on to it. I can release it now because it's been like three years. But I got to talk to her for like oh, 10 cool. minutes and she was just nice. very, very nice and like down to earth. And like, she liked talking about like all aspects of her career. Um, and she's yeah. done like a lot of different things. And like, I feel like she, like doing a movie like this, you have to get it. And like, and I think it'd be easy yeah, for her to fall back on being a pretty face. But like, I think like, she totally understood the joke, and I think like I think everyone in the movie did, but I think, so. I think e even the audience, too, yeah, and everything. Yeah, I think it'd be easy to kind of like label her like as you know the pretty face, but I think she, I there are certain things that she does, and her certain line deliveries, like I thought she was absolutely funny, even though she of all the people in it, she's the one that has to play it the most straight of the bunch. Um, but I thought she was absolutely hilarious, and kudos to the entire cast actually because they were all really funny, and I think. Almost everyone. A bunch of places that I, a bunch of people that I haven't seen really, really again. No, yeah, I know, right? Like they've all kind of like, <laughs> yeah. When I go through the whole like, where are they now? I'm gonna be like, I don't know, somewhere. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, this is like a funny. I mean, like I, like I said, like horror comedies are hard. Like, like I love movies like this. Like Drag Me to Hell is another good example that it's kind of funny, but that's a little bit darker too. Um. The Evil Dead movies get like Evil Dead Two is like funnier than the first one. The first one's more of a horror movie, and the second one's more of like a horror comedy. It's hard to get this right. Like it's really, really hard. Um, but I think this one did it well, and I, I and like it, I like that it kind of plays on like 
all these like horror movie tropes without being like obvious that it's a parody. You know, like it's not like scary movie. Yeah. Where like scary movie yeah, is obvious exactly. that they're like it's obvious that they're poking fun at like well not where not month. every joke hits. Like this one right. I, I laughed at pretty much every time they were Everything. trying to be funny. Yeah, I yeah. did too. And like and then understanding without them saying like, oh look, this is what this means, like in the in a horror movie that might be similar to this, they just let the joke mm-hmm. play and then let you kind of like figure out like, oh that that's what they're trying to say and that's what they're trying to do. And like Yeah, exactly. I mean I I've talked about it with Jackson, like comedy sometimes is a hard uh, genre for me to watch because like if the jokes don't land it's like it's really awkward and not fun to it's, watch it's really awkward and it's not fun <laughs> yeah uh but this i thought it gets like, old I, pretty quick i would say like god i mean i would go i think all of the jokes pretty much land i, I couldn't think of one moment where i thought like that wasn't funny like no, i either like yeah. i either laughed out loud a lot or at least chuckled at something well and, one of like, my fa- one of my favorite ones too is just like when they're looking in the cabin and like they see all the bones and Tucker's like the guy who owned this must have been an archaeologist or something. <laughs> There's just like a bunch of bones and teeth hanging from the ceiling yeah. and they're, they're just like so like oh this place is sweet. All right. Um any uh kind of final thoughts you want to say on the film as a whole or and all right like and then would you, would you recommend this to like casual like someone that's like a casual movie director cuz I think that's like the kind of the problem we run into sometimes with movies like this like you know, I love horror movies. Like, I wouldn't even have thought that you would have recommended this too. Uh, I, yeah. I, I like I like horror movies because, like, you know, and I like things that kind of like I'm a I'm very much aware of every single like horror movie cliche, and like I can admit when like when you're watching like a real one, it's like that was ridiculous, and then having a movie mm-hmm. make fun of it, you're like, oh right, yeah, I mean, of course, play on that because it is fucking silly and it should be laughed at. But like, would you recommend it yeah. to like a casual moviegoer, like? definitely i mean it's it's, i i think that like you said that they don't make it so obvious where they're like hey you have to have watched texas chainsaw massacre to get that a guy running at you with a chainsaw is funny like (laughs) so i i think that they they let the they let the jokes play and um it really is just a a great sort of light-hearted hour and a half that it's it's um it's a good watch it's quick it doesn't feel like it drags or even is too like a rush or anything like that so I think, yeah. and also Alan Tudyk does a really good job in anything he does. I think the delivery of the lines and the script is just really, really well put together with um, a cast that is I like we were about to talk about. Like I haven't seen anything from before or before yeah. or again, so it's yeah. like I, I would definitely recommend this. It's on right now. It's on Peacock. So um, yeah. if you want to watch it, you can definitely check it out for uh, for that. And it's it's just like I I think it's a really good movie and. Um, it's it's funny it's really funny and uh yeah. i like you said like i was just laughing out alone by myself like one of my favorite ones too is when he has like this all puffed up face from uh, <laughs> the uh from the bees and they're hiding from him but dale doesn't want to talk because he doesn't like being like in front of people and so yeah. dale with his like he's like college kids like a crazy person with all these bee stings on his face it's just like yeah, it's so ridiculous, dude. So if good. you watch, if you watch, like, like, there's one movie in particular, like, it's actually a real horror movie. It's called Wrong Turn. It came out like I think the early 2000s. If you were to watch that and then be thinking about this in the back of your head, like, it would make Wrong Turn like unintentionally funny. Like, you would just yeah. be thinking, like, like, oh, this is exactly what like they're making fun of. Like, I think about that one the most because like it does, like, it does involve a lot of younger, like, kind of college age kids. 
that are like they mm-hmm. like legit take a wrong turn and end up like being attacked by these like inbred like hillbillies or whatever but like so <laughs> so when you're with, yeah i know it sounds it's good guys if you i i know there are like a lot of wrong it's turns fantastic and yeah. a lot of watch wrong turn versus people first and first. then watch wrong turn but, but if you watch wrong turn you're gonna be like it's gonna make it unintentionally funny but like that is exactly what they're kind of poking fun at but then oh, just flip, but then flipping it on its head which is like so fucking hilarious oh uh, yeah just like I would... even some of the ways that they describe him he's just like that looks just like that kentucky fried college kid that's <laughs> over there <laughs> yeah. but it's just some of the ways that they describe him oh yeah, just, yeah. the delivery of the lines is so good yeah i thought so too i mean i would recommend it like you said it is on peacock if you guys have that uh free to watch there if not you can rent it uh just about anywhere too so yeah but yeah i i would highly recommend it um then i guess we could talk about what people are doing or not doing. So um, I'm going to start with the director and writer. I did not know Eli Craig is the second son of, it's Sally Field's second son uh, with Steve Craig. I had no idea that he was related to Sally Field as an actress. Uh, uh, you know, everyone knows who Sally Field is. Um, he hasn't done a ton of stuff. So he did, as far as movies are concerned, the last thing that he did was a, a movie called Little Evil for Netflix with Evangeline Lilly, who of course everyone knows as like, the Wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Adam Scott. Uh, Tucker and Dale uh, was his first uh, actual theatrical release. He has another uh, short film called The Tower of Pong that came out in 2004. Um, and then he also did uh, his, oh, this makes sense. His uh, Sally Field was on a show called Brothers and Sisters, and it looks like he directed an episode of that in 2010. But uh mm. He, and he also did act a little bit. He was in the Rage Carry 2 in 1999. Uh, he was in Space Cowboys in 2000 with uh, uh, Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, hasn't really done a lot since that 2017 uh, movie that he did for Netflix. But I mean, I guess if you're a filmmaker, if you have like one kind of cult classic under your belt, I mean, like, yeah, hey, that's I mean, a that's, win for me. That's kind of cool. Um, and then I, what's the last, is his, his name is Alan, I don't want to mess up his last name, uh, he plays I Tucker. think Tudyk, Alan Tudyk. I think that might be right. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, he's been in, he's in, he's so good. He's like a tertiary or the fourth character in a lot of things. Yeah, he's always that person, like, we recognize his face, and you may not, like, know his name, but, like, um, you've seen him in exactly. everything from, like, a nice tell to dodgeball a true underdog story uh he was in the maze runner he's in 42 he's in transformers dark of the moon he is like i i, I don't know if i could describe him as a character actor but i guess like in that kind of realm he's not he might afraid to put be. some prosthetics on either he's definitely not afraid to, to go into the prosthetics he's really not and he is also worked with uh joss wheaton a lot he was on the show firefly uh which you know only lasted one season but has like a huge cult like sci-fi following for people that thought that show got canceled too soon, which kind of led to them making the 2005 movie Serenity. Uh, he was also in that. He's also provided like his voice to like a lot of uh, cartoons and stuff. Uh, he's voiced the Joker in Clayface and uh, on Harley Quinn. Uh, he's done. Uh, uh, he's done like a lot of stuff. I mean, he's kept busy. And I think he will continue to keep busy. Uh, I think he's currently time. working. He's he's on Resident Alien right now, which is on Sci-Fi. Yeah, on uh, Sci-Fi. His yeah, current, he's on his current show. Uh, so yeah, he is uh, still working. And then uh, let's see here, our boy uh, Dale. I had I didn't recognize him. Uh, 
at first. Didn't recognize him. Yeah. But he was on, he was a show a show called Reaper. I used to watch back in the day. Uh, that was on uh, I believe the WB or CW. Uh, no, the CW. Yeah, and I, I it didn't even last that long. I think it only lasted for uh, two seasons. Uh, but that's when I recognized him uh, for after I watched this. Um, and uh, he was also on the recently uh, just ended after four seasons. He was on the NBC medical drama New Amsterdam as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's actually so, yeah. in one of my favorite comedies um, that I almost chose before this oh. one. Okay. Um, but he's in uh, a good old fashioned orgy with Jason Sudeikis. I've never seen that. Have you ever seen that? Oh, no. dude, it's I, I I might have to choose that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to like back pocket that. <laughs> I know I'm gonna have to back pocket it, but it's it's a really good one. So he's in that. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. And then our girl Allison Katrina, we've already mentioned. Uh, she was on Thirty Rock. Uh, that's probably what most people remember her from. Uh, she was on that mm-hmm. show from 2006 to 2013. Uh, and she played uh, Flo Fulton on the CBS uh, soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful. She's still on that show, actually. Um, and then she is, I mean, I, this is why I don't think she is afraid to do movies like this, because she's done comedies like Sex Drive and then Piranha 3DD. And she was in American Reunion. I forgot she was in that. She did Scary Movie 5. I think she just has like an eclectic, like, I think she likes doing comedy. She likes doing drama. I, I think, think so. she can actually do like a lot of different uh things and like i said uh hilarious i think she's much more than like probably uh most people give her credit for actually well she also ties into the ties into the movie where it's like don't judge a book by her cover yeah like yeah she's she's hilarious but she's not she's also gorgeous and just like gale he's not creepy he's a kind warm-hearted lovable yeah because she has some truly funny moments on 30 rock like i don't think you can just play ditzy without knowing She's what the joke hilarious. is. Like, like, she's hilarious on 30 Rock. Yeah. Love that show. And then uh Jesse Moss, who played Chad. Uh a lot of horror movies under his belt. Uh uh Final Destination 3, uh The Uninvited, which I didn't realize that he was the guy from The Uninvited. That's another really good it's a remake, but it's actually pretty good. Um but yeah, hasn't done like a ton of things. He's uh he's a he's also more known as a voice actor now too. He's been in a he's in a lot of voiceover work for a lot of Cartoons I have never heard of, but just to name some, Troll Tales, uh, the My Little Pony Tales, Pocket Dragon Adventures, uh, Mummies Alive, and Billy the Cat. So if you're interested in hearing his voice in any of those, um, you can hey, check that out. Work is work is work. Yeah, it is. But I would uh, I would uh, recommend The Uninvited. It's actually a really good uh, horror movie and solid remake of a uh, uh, I think a Korean horror film. Uh, that they actually did actually did pretty well here. It has a really insane, oh. fucking great twist ending where you have to like go back and rewatch the movie and be like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Like, because once you watch wow, it once, but you watch it once, you're like, "I don't know if that works." And then you watch it again, you're like, "Oh, it does." Like, yeah, it, it definitely it totally does. Um, but yeah, um, I think it, uh, there's some other members of the cast that I don't, I wouldn't even know like how to like. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anyone else that might have been noteworthy from it. And I think we might have touched on anybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that might be it. But like, they're all very funny here and all worthy of your attention uh, in this particular movie. Um, so I guess I will start throwing you guys some. Uh, we, yeah, we signed up to fun facts. I think these might be fun, though. I don't think I don't think I don't think, think there'll be any after like, Marilyn Monroe. We can't call them fun. Fun facts. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. 
And then there was that one from Killing Them Softly about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. I was like, yeah, that's not fun. Um, so yeah, like I said, this film premiered, it was shot in 2009 uh, in Calgary, Alberta. Um, it what, it premiered at the 2010 uh, Sundance Film Festival, uh, but it sat on the shelf for a long time until Magnolia picked it up and released it in limited release in the U.S. on September 30th, 2011. On its opening weekend, it grossed only $52,000 from 30 theaters. Um, yeah, and then it only grossed $223,000 in uh, in the U.S., but it did make between five to $5.5 million worldwide. So, uh, I mean, it's not... Or not Break uh, even. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think... It's not good. Know, in the realm of, like, finding it on, like, maybe home viewing and then, like, streaming... I'm, I'm wondering sure. how the um like DVD sales were because they, they were still somewhat big in the 2010s. So like I'm yeah, wondering. Yeah, I'd be curious to know that too. I mean, I'm pretty Walmart sure money bin was made. Box. Yeah, I'm pretty sure money enough. was made eventually. Like, and like yeah, and I think it, yeah, it definitely found its audience. And like I said, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes out of uh, this is with 115 survey critics that gave it that score. And their consistent says, like the best horror comedies, Tucker and Dale versus Evil minds its central crazy joke for some incredible scares, laughs, and believe it or not, heart, which is what we said when we were discussing it. Yeah. Um, I guess one reviewer that's surprising because Roger Ebert, when he was alive, didn't really like horror movies that much. I mean, he did like the yeah. biggies. He loved, he loved Halloween and stuff like that, but he was very critical of horror movies. And he wrote a positive review saying, students of the little movie glossary may find it funny how carefully... Tucker and Dale works his way through upended cliches in the best way possible. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people really uh, liked it. Variety liked it. Everyone thought that uh, uh, confidently executed slapstick uh, humor uh, was very smart and confident. They kind of wish that more people uh, knew about it. But I think since it came out, I think it kind of has. It's definitely a little bit more well, definitely more well known now. It's like cult. It's gotten this cult uh, following, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, good choice, good, good, good. Thanks, and very, yeah, and very, my... <laughs> very different from the very. Well, I tried to go off problem. brand. I tried to go a little <laughs> off brand. I was like, you know what? People are asking if I like horror movies. It's not really a horror movie, but yeah, I'll, uh, it's got horror comedy is is its technical name. So, you know and what? Guys, I I've been start, trying. I got to start somewhere. I've been trying so hard not to pick one, and he was when he told me that he was doing this, and I was like, all right, I guess. I mean, you know what? I guess it's cool that you went first, and uh, yeah, I guess next we'll, for me is we'll Cinema Rink. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm glad you deleted that text. Is what you're gonna say? <laughs> be like, dude, thanks for not telling. Like, no, now I'm gonna have to watch it just to yeah. either prove you're right or wrong. Yeah, well, that's on Shutter in case you need to borrow that uh, <laughs> that login too. <laughs> oh yeah, borrow that one where, is. Uh, that, come on, that's where, you, that's where you can <laughs> that's where you can find it. All right, so we have questions, like we said. Um, we deep dive movies for you, and then we want you to deep dive with us so you can get to know us better. Um, Owen gets a bonus one this week because I got a bonus one before. Um, nice. So we get two for him, one for me, and then one for the both of us. Do you want your bonus one first? Yeah, let's do the bonus. All right, let me uh, pull up some of my notes one second. One second. I thought it was kind of funny because I already know the answer to it. Um, oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, at Bro Mageddon. <laughs> on Twitter, that's a, that's a great Twitter name, by the way. Um, I've always liked listening to your Morbius rant. I want to know if it was scripted or did you just do it off the top of your head? Oh, there's no, yo, that was not scripted. <laughs> that was just, 
I I because Gaius and I had seen that that movie, and then we kind of talked about it a little bit in the car. But then we were recording what like in like a couple days or something. A couple days, yeah, yeah. And so we we kind of were like, oh, what did you think about? It? I was like, listen, I'll save it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't heard the Morbius rant, go listen to our uh, or Gaius if you want to kind of maybe throw it in as like a special. Yeah, I'll do it like an outtake or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you actually re- recently put it put it back out there, but no, it's um. Yeah, that was just straight off the top of the dome. Just my guttural feeling of just pure hatred for that <laughs> ninety-five minute movie. <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny too because we didn't really discuss in detail how we felt about the movie. I and we just basically both said it wasn't good. We were just kind of making observations <laughs> about it, and it wasn't really like a deep discussion after we saw it. But then we had to sit down and record our thoughts on it. And all I can remember, I still think it's like our funniest moment, like across like the whole, like, cause I wasn't expecting it. And then I had to get my assessment after you. And I was like, I can't follow that or top that. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so I just left it at that. Um, it was funny enough for me to use for when we, when we had our one year show and you were coming back for that. Like I, that's when I used it again. And yeah. it was, it was so, it was like long. So I had to like split it up to like give you like other moments in your like little like sizzle reel. But like that's what it that, that's what it kind of began with, and that's what it ended with, and oh it God, was just like funny. it was just so much fucking anger that came out of you after like yeah it was uh, just so, yeah I let the the passion exploded so that was that was not scripted yeah that so was, uh, off the cuff definitely wasn't scripted uh, still probably one of my favorite moments from uh, the show uh, and yeah I was like I don't even I I don't think we even talked about the movie much more after that. Because I was like, ah, I yeah, think, I, I think can't. we went into, yeah, we might have gone into Jared Leto a little bit more <laughs> well, I mean, or something. Yeah. I, I honestly, I gotta, I gotta re-listen to that episode now. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, at Ava Forever, this is one's for me. Um, I am starting to uh, write screenplays. I'm uh, starting to write screenplays and feeling a little discouraged. Is there any advice you can give me? Have you ever wanted to quit? Uh, when you began your writing career? Oh, oh wow, that's, that's a good question. Um, well, I will say that, um, yeah, I mean, I think, so right after high school, I got a paid internship at, uh, Raleigh Studios, which is Manhattan Studio, Manhattan Beach Studios now, that's the one that's on Rosecrans, like, oh, am I don't know mm-hmm. where it is. Um, yeah. and you're lucky enough to get an internship, but when it's paid, you feel really good, like, oh, at least I'm making money doing this. Um, and it was great, because you're, like, on set, and you're, like, getting to learn, like, how these operations work. Um, but I was also going to film school and then also wanting to write. And the, maybe the most discouraging thing I've ever saw on that studio lot was like, maybe you go in this room and there's a bunch of assistants going through screenplays that are like been, that they have in the office. And if they're not, they were told that they're not grabbed by the screenplay within the first like four or five pages to toss it. So you're in that room watching them just toss, toss. And it's like, you know, maybe it gets better like you know like yeah it's a slow maybe it's a slow burn so you see something like that and it's like a little like oh shit like this is this is what this is like the reality uh, the reality of it um but i will say uh i got convinced to while i was trying to do this a transition into writing like doing entertainment journalism i didn't think i could because i had no journalism journalism background like whatsoever um but i a few friends that encouraged me to do it and i you know, you used to write for like a few blogs and you're not really doing it for money. You're just doing it because you need to like 
build up your like byline. So like in case you get an opportunity to make money, you can do it. And that was taking forever. And then that's when I started uh, G Reels uh, on my own. And that took a while too. Um, and I didn't even know what it was going to be when I started it. It kind of just took shape organically and became what it is now. Um, but I would encourage you, I mean, even though I had moments where I didn't want to give up, I would encourage you not to, because if it's something you really, really want to do, um, and you're passionate about it, you don't really want to stop doing it. I mean, I will say that like the first year and a half, almost two years of doing G rolls, I didn't make any money from it. Like it took a while. You have to like build a following first and then you can make money from it. And now I can say happily, I can use, it's a job. Like it's a part of my job and it lets you other really great opportunity, like writing opportunities, uh, elsewhere. So, um, I would, I would just say like, I mean, anything that you really, really love anything that you want to do, you're doing it because you love to do it. And of course we all would love to be like, get paid for it and get noticed for it. Um, but at the end of the day, you're doing it because you really like it and you have a passion for it. And like, I would just say that, like to keep doing it and not give up doing it don't be afraid to write for someone that's not willing to pay you yet if they're willing just be like hey like your work is out there at least and people get to see it because like you never know the right person that will pay you might see it and then you can like go on to like bigger things so i think that is uh the best advice i can give uh but yeah it can be discouraging and especially but when you know it's something that you want to do um and like i i mean i guess i had moments too because i was also at the same time doing this started working at restaurants and I was like, I guess I could like be a manager at one of these like full time, but I was like, I don't really want to do that. And that's not like, a, and I still work at one right now, but like I do it, it's just cause it's extra money. I don't have to do it. But like, there was a point where I was like, I can maybe just do this instead if this doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I didn't like kind of succumb to that. I'm sorry, I kept like doing what I wanted to do. Um, but it is a long, it can be a long game. I mean, and you have to be patient. And yeah, I guess that's a, best advice i can give on that um but if you really yeah, from, love from it, all the articles stop. from all the articles and podcasts and different things that i've heard about it it's just keep doing it keep writing write stuff that you think is good write stuff that you think is bad write stuff that other people think are bad just keep writing and don't stop and the worst yeah. thing you can do is just say hey i want to be a screenwriter and someone says oh what are you working on what have you written before and you say nothing um, right. or, or I don't, I don't really have something I'm working on. Always be working on something. Cause no matter what practice makes, uh, I mean, it's, it's a cliche, but practice makes perfect and it gets you better and it makes you better yeah. at what you do. So just don't give up. Uh, and if it's something that you're passionate about, just, just keep doing it. Even if it's something that at the end of the day, when you've had, when you've gone to your work or whatever it is, just, and you like want to sit down and write some lines, do it. So that's, yeah. that's what I encourage. I agree. And I will say this too, like when it, like I stopped writing scripts and stuff when they got into doing press because it's like when you first get into it it's a lot of work and you're learning like uh what these sites want and you're trying to keep up with everything that's going on in the industry and like that in itself is a job uh so it became it becomes hard to like work on your own stuff but i've actually in the last like six months been able to like i make time to work on my own stuff um and like and i actually have like faith in it and like want it to go somewhere so like it makes the job that you're doing more meaningful if you continue to do what you're passionate about too. So like, if you, like, I, like I wanted to get in the film and I still do, which is why I continue to still write that stuff. Um, I'll just do both until maybe one day, like something takes off, but like, yeah, I mean, you can't really stop. I mean, but I, I also say too, though, 
you have to be realistic as well. Like you can still go after your dreams, but if you can't like, if you can't like really live, you know, sustain a living or like anything like that, because you're sacrificing so much to do what you want to do, you're just going to find a balance that you can be able to like, you know, maintain like a life, your life and still be able to kind of like take a crack at the things that you really want to do. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. encourage anyone to do it to the point where they're like, uh, they totally are like, oh, I'm broke. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, no, like, that's just not smart. It's not going to be smart to me. And like, I know there are some people that do that. There, I know a lot of people who are like trying to get into acting and they like put all of their eggs in that basket and gave up other jobs and because they were passionate about it. But like, I think at a certain point, you have to be realistic about what life is throwing at you. I'm not saying that you stop, mm -hmm. but you need to, I mean, nothing wrong with having several backup plans. Like it's nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the best advice I can give, I think. And uh, thank you for picking back on that as well. Uh, yeah, of course. Tell them. Um, and then for both of us at Mustard of Doom from Twitter, these are great fucking names. Um, oh, that's good. Okay, so they want to start a podcast with their friends. They want to know if there's any advice that we can give. And then, well, it's a twofer, I guess. What do you think makes your podcast work so well between you two? Um, you want to go first? First of all, thank you. <laughs> yeah, first of all, thank you for that question. <laughs> yeah. for thinking that this this podcast runs smoothly. Um, I would say that for for any of it, just just get started. Like, just kind of like with the screenplay thing, just get started and and start recording things. I mean, for us, we've had conversations like this before, and like when we kind of just first sat down on the mic, we really didn't know what to expect, and um. Our yeah. conversation just as friends flows pretty naturally. And so like we actually had to kind of find some time to figure out like, hey, like we need uh, like we got to cut this down. Um, I, I would definitely encourage like, especially if you're thinking about kind of starting something, definitely pick a topic. You got to start. Some, you got to find something that um, you guys are both passionate about, something that you don't have a problem um, like being interested in or continuing right. to research or continuing to talk about and also have like. As, as much as it sounds like it's going to be easy to just sit there and talk, you got to have some sort of direction of where you're going to go. I mean, right. when we started, we, we kind of had some ideas and like a little bit of a layout and, and rubric on what we were going to talk about that day. Obviously, there's going to be some tangents and things that kind of go different ways and yeah. and you can kind of get off topic, but you got to bring it around and, and back because as, as much as it's it's fun to talk with your friends, I mean – I don't listen to a podcast to just listen to a group of friends that I'm not a part of just to, just to hear them right. just like hang out. Like, I mean, right. as, as much as I, I love the feeling of ours because it does feel like we're hanging out, but we have, we have a direction. We have a goal. We have ideas right. of what we want to do. We want to share that with you guys because we love to, we love to talk about one specific thing. And as like, the thing is we could probably do this for like all day, every day, and just like continue to talk about movies and just record the whole thing. But we got to, yeah. we, we got to make sure that we're, <laughs> Like we we have specific directives, so that's what I would suggest. Right. Is first of all, just get started, get a mic, um, practice a little bit, and write down yeah. some ideas. Um, give it a trial run, and then just record it. Yeah. Um. To kind of piggyback off that, because all that is pretty much what I was gonna say. But um, finding the right topic is really important. Like you have to like be passionate about whatever you're talking about. For us, it's movies. There's so many other topics that people talk about on podcasts. You can have, you can be a true crime lover. You can, you can be talking about working out. It can be about like different lifestyle choices. It can be about food. Like anything you're deciding that you want to talk about, you, you should have some knowledge about it because like when you're discussing it with your friends or if you have guests or whatever, like 
it, like I said, it is interesting to like listen listen to people talk, but you also want to know you have a feeling that they know what they're talking about and they are they really yep. are enjoying what they talk about. That's why people so, want to listen. They want to hear yeah. some good points. They want to, yeah. So that's important. And I also say if you're doing it with a friend, like I think it's important to kind of like define what your roles are as far 100%. as like why you're doing it. And that's something that like Owen and I discovered as we were doing it because like yeah. the marketing and all this stuff, like it's easy for me to do it because it's tied into my work already. So like mm-hmm. that's already tied into what I'm doing on a daily basis. Like, and so Owen has a full-time job, so I wouldn't expect him to be like, Hey, like go like post this thing on Instagram. Like, like it just doesn't make any sense, but you also need mm-hmm. to make, if the other person is not doing that, you also need to make them aware that like their role basically as like the talent, the person that like shows up every week and like has like conversations is equally as important because if they're not invested in what you're talking about, then it doesn't work either. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. So like you need to be okay with like, all right, I'm doing this. This is what I bring. This is what you bring and mm-hmm. being okay with what those uh roles are and i also uh another thing that we learned too just communicate with each other like about like 100%. what's you know about what's going on with the like what's working what's not working like you know i'm not to go into any details about it but like people know like they're the slow the show has gone through like a lot of changes since we started and it's yeah. kind of how like we ended up here with this and i will say that Be like dynamic uh, I think the the best thing that kind of happened after Owen left and we were talking about him coming back was like, there's this newfound, like, all right, like, we're going to keep the, like, kind of communication completely open, like, whatever, like, is going on or happening, like, we'll just be honest with each other and then that's, that's it. And I think for me, since, like, that one year show in November up until now uh, has kind of been the best the show has been, like, the main show and then this has been just because it feels like uh, yeah, you get like new energy and like you have like a new. It's been idea, fantastic. New... Like rekindle the yeah. fire, man. It's, it was yeah. You have like great. an understanding of what it is, like and what you're doing, and like yeah. And also, and also like encourage each other too. Like I think it's cool. Like sometimes when I'm not thinking about it, and I get a text from Owen being like, "I just listened to it. It was so funny. It was great. It was this." Like like encouraging each other, like to kind of keep going. Like I think what we're doing is really good, and like this is, I like, I have ideas, like whatever it is. Like just mm-hmm. always communicate with each other. I think I, that's also. I think really important. I would, I would also say build good habits because I'm like, like the first one, uh, I mean, here, here's just like a little tidbit before, but kind of listen to yourself in a recording maybe before. Cause when I first started early on, I was saying like, and, um, and using the same words consistently over and over and over again. So reading has helped me with that. Listening to audio books and the way that some people like to dictate and like to speak that's helped me with some of my delivery, slowing down, not sounding like I'm too rushed. That's just with like that that comes with practice and also just with yeah. um just, just kind of listening to yourself. But also set good habits. If you guys say you're gonna do it on Monday night, do it on Monday night. If you can't right. reschedule it for that same week. Once you right. start to kind of build that bad, like, hey, I can't do it this week. Oh, let's push it back, let's push it back. Or hey, let's do it this day, let's do it this day, or whenever you're free. Um that can kind of turn into basically something that's going to fall apart. So you really got to set a schedule for something that's going to be a consistent yeah. thing that, that continues to make it an actual like part of your routine. Cause yeah. if it's not, then it's just going to be like, oh, I'm not really feeling it today. Or it could actually yeah. even be a burden where it's like, Oh, like, gosh, like, uh, you, you said we were going to do this. I don't really want to do it right now. But like, if yeah. it becomes uh, a routine, then you look forward to it and you know, it's coming and you plan around it. 
Yeah, and it becomes like a part of your like, and then hopefully when you're doing it, it's something positive for you because like at, like at the end of the day, it should be fun. Like that's why you're doing it. Like yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fun the whole point. It's a, it's a fun thing to do. And like you know, into like that one part of your question, like why do you think ours works so well? We're good friends outside of this. Uh, we we respect each other, and like I think yeah. that has a lot to do with it. And I, we can like laugh and be stupid with each other. Like we don't like. There's no like. Uh, I don't feel weird being like oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, if you're doing it with, like, a friend, like, some like, if you have really good chemistry with, like, that translates when you're recording it, I think. Like, mm-hmm. you just, just take whatever conversations you're having privately, and then just, you're just doing it in front of a microphone. Like, I don't, Expanded. yeah, and, like, I'm not actually thinking about when we're doing it, like, other people no. listening to it, and so, well, the like, guy's saying, was it scripted? I have <laughs> never yeah, had a script, yeah. ever. Yeah, 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 ever. it's, like, it's so like it's, 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 it's great and, and the best part about it is like i get i never would have watched better luck tomorrow or igby goes down unless i had maybe seen it on like a top 10 movie list or something but like right. that's the best part about this is discovering more about your passion that you didn't really do you weren't necessarily able to do on your own like like yeah. since this podcast has started i've been able to go into way different realms and, and, and i think i got this question i think it was last week has your view changed since the as an audience member oh, how you watch movies 100% it has as yeah. as as i get to view different things because i'm speaking with you on a more in-depth level from your perspective yeah. and you're giving you've given me insights that now i get to take away so yeah continue yeah. to just like just have a plan be passionate and try and learn something new as you're doing exactly. that's the best part that's the yeah. best part about it i mean i think I, I think i told owen offline like a few weeks ago like if you guys were to like have seen us when we first met, like you would have never guessed, like this is where we end up, like today. No, <laughs> like that, no. like whatsoever, whatsoever. We're just like not not getting into details, but it was like ninety nine point nine percent my fault. But then it like, but I'm glad it kind of like it it transitioned into like something really nice and really good, and like being able, like I said, like he's the only person I talk movies with like in depth like this and like That's real great. life. Everyone everyone else is like through work and like because I have to because it's work. And, you know, I guess, like, Jackson now, too. But, like, you know, like, I don't yeah. see him. Like, I virtually yeah. I see him. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, yeah. You I mean, yeah. First and foremost, have fun. You're doing it with your buddy or your buddies. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's an anomaly. Like, I didn't know Jackson uh, before a month ago. And, like, sometimes you get lucky. And then, like, you get someone like that. And, like, he's been really cool to work with, too. Um, oh, I would also add, don't pay attention to, at least when you start, like, how many people are listening like don't get caught up on numbers just do it because i we didn't i didn't know what the show was doing until playlist like sent it to us after the first few months that's the first few months and like i i mean i loved hearing it but like it was kind of nice to be like in the dark a little bit um because i think the moment you just do it to just do it not be like oh my god only one person listen listen to it yeah because like keep in mind like there's there's so many of these out there they're so like and like and whatever like topic you're gonna pick there's gonna be a ton of people out there doing it so like when you first start just don't be caught up on like how many people are listening just enjoy yourself have fun it's like an hour and a half with like some of your good friends just goofing off talking about things that you love and you're sharing it with people who are willing to listen and then as that grows it's kind of cool that like people actually care enough to listen to what you have to say and i think that's kind of like at the point that we've gotten to because i'm I'm still yeah. surprised when we get good reviews like the ones we got earlier. I'm still you, surprised. You people... any, anytime a new one comes up, you're like, dude, new review. Yeah, yeah. I'm always like surprised. <laughs> I'm like genuinely surprised because like, 
you you think you're just doing it for like us until like other people talk about yeah. how they've listened to it and so like yeah that's that's what i would say i know that was a lot of info but like take that as you will and just have fun with it and enjoy it like we're doing we're still having fun with it and like yeah. not me this is episode five of this but he i mean of course we did the other one for a while together and like we're genuinely excited about yeah. this one for so much because there's so much discovery and so many movies we can talk about and that's what has made uh this show so fun uh so yeah thanks for those those were really uh good like insightful yeah that was ones. a great q a i wasn't i wasn't uh wasn't expecting those but thank you so much that was awesome uh i'll be sending out more feelers for questions too um and they don't always have to be like show specific if you want to learn more about us that's awesome too as well um yeah. so yeah keep them coming and uh yeah another good show buddy i really like this one this was fun um Thank you for like i feel better now i get to pick the if i still i'm still gonna wait before i, I actually know what i'm picking next it's not a horror yeah. movie but actually i never okay. usually know but i actually Coming know for sure no <laughs> fuck you <laughs> no it's not it was that, <laughs> shut up there was gonna be one and then i was like you were no, yeah you texted me and you, you said <laughs> you're like oh i want to pick co- this movie but it's an, it's also a coming of age story i was like dude you can pick it if it you had want. it had coming you, of but... age like elements in it even though that wasn't the main point but whatever i do know what i'm picking but but as always we're gonna see if you guys can guess it uh on our socials and uh Sounds yeah good. so until next time uh owen you can uh sign us off Sounds good. Yeah. Hey guys, another great episode. Um, one of just a, a movie that I always like, and it's just a funny movie and, and we got to kind of choose comedy and horror a little bit together, which is good. Cause we've chosen some serious ones. And, um, I guess we had, we had a little bit of comedy with uh, better luck tomorrow. Uh, that we like, yeah. I mean, we like to laugh. We like to laugh no matter what the movie is. If it's serious, we're going to laugh. Um, yeah. but you can always tune in. Thank you guys for the reviews. Um, still trying to get to number one on good pods. We're, we're almost there, but we're, uh, we're climbing. Um, you can listen to us uh, anywhere that you get your podcast. Spotify is my favorite. Uh, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, and anywhere you like to listen to that. And uh, yeah, just keep, please don't keep, keep listening. It's one of our favorite things to do. Huge shout out to Playlist. Um, I can't like speak for Playlist when the question was asked of how do you guys get started? Playlist has just been an amazing yeah. resource for us uh, and just like a, an incredible partner. So I just want to shout them out every single time. Uh, they're fantastic so uh yeah. huge shout out to that and dude i can't wait i mean now i have to wait two damn weeks until i can finally announce my other pick so yeah i know i know that's the hard that's how that's how i felt that's how i felt after yeah you know. exactly so it's, it's yeah. That, that one week you're off it's just like yeah oh, i think every time we start with ours we're always going to say like finally it's my turn finally so finally <laughs> my, turn. my choice yeah dude remember when the show was just going to be you i was like yeah you can pick it and i'll just like dude, i'll just I do it i actually think it would have been overwhelming it would have been a yeah, little bit overwhelming like... it, it, just every time because it, it gives me enough time to to think about it actually think about something instead of just being like oh fuck now i gotta pick a movie so yeah. like so i think it's good yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we switched off. It kind of makes it better. It gives like, you know, it's very yeah. eclectic choices. So yeah, as yeah, always, definitely. Owen, thank you so much. Thank you for showing up. Perfect, thank you for man. being awesome. Uh, until next time, guys.